Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is peak dad right now. You are peak dad. I am. I am peak dad. A hundred percent. It's unfortunate that you you paused the recording because I was I was going to do a play by I was starting to do a play by play of what I think was happening. (laughs) I'm like, ah, you're not recording. So I stopped. Shit, that would have. You know what? I'm just going to leave recording throughout. No. (laughs) No, because we're going to fill it with ad space, right? So that's true. Listeners, you're forewarned. Like there may be like. Five different ad breaks. Yeah, in this episode. yeah, exactly. This this might be an hour long episode, but forty <laughs> minutes of it is ads. <laughs> so, man, uh, you just came back from Florida, man, or Orlando? How was it? No, 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 no. That's incorrect. I came back from heaven uh, because oh. I, I I died. That's what they call it now. Yes, yes. I uh, honestly, I if you are a Simpsons fan. God which you and I very much are. Yes, we are. There is yes, no better place, not a single place in the world that I can think of that is better than Universal Studios Orlando. And if there is, please, please, please tell us. <laughs> we would love to know. But I'm sure a lot of people would say, you know, Gardens of Galaxy or Avatar World or something. But for yeah. you and I, Andre, no. the Simpsons land is probably heaven on earth. And yep. I've never been. The last time I went to Orlando, Florida was like, I don't know eight years ago perhaps with christine and there was like a very small segment of simpsons so there was no there was no mo tavern there was like a ride there was some crusty the clown stuff but nothing of what i saw which at the time was probably really sick right because it's like wow there's some kind of simpsons memorabilia yeah exactly these are my people but like now I can't just I can just imagine you like you going in. There's like the Simpsons theme song going around. You got the you got the Homer donut and everything. Oh, I'm I'm living vicariously through you, man. I, I was uh, I I kid you not, and I'm not trying to exaggerate here, but I had the smile of an eight year old who still <laughs> believes in Santa. Like the smile <laughs> on my face was 
ridiculous like and your kids were probably like i don't understand they didn't know why dad is so excited but like they they went on one ride there was a ride it was like uh, a kang and kodos ride where uh you know he's got his different tentacles and you're sitting in in, inside of them and you're kind of being twirled around and stuff yes for them it's just a ride yeah for me it's like this is Kang talking to like he's like talk narrating stuff about like I was gonna take yeah. over the world and I'm like totally eating it up. Yeah. Rena and then that, we were talking about like at the end of the day, we had so much fun. We would like kind of relive our day and talk about the different rides and things we did. And I said something to the effect of like, you know, and then when you guys rode the the, the Kang ride, that was amazing. All three of them didn't know what I was talking about. They don't know who Kang or right. Kodos is. Man. I was like, man. Man. That was disappointing. Yeah, it was. But, I could I could spend the whole hour right. just talking about all the great things I saw. Oh yeah, I'll just say this: it's it's heaven on earth. It's heaven on earth. Yeah. No, I could. Do you, so did you have a flaming mose? Did I? Sorry. Did you have a flaming mose? Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't want to. I mean, I can now tell you that the secret ingredient is not cough medicine. Um, Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. That's disappointing. <laughs> At least for the sake of you know pictures and videos and stuff, it's it's just it's just. Uh, orange crush on dry ice that's mm. all it was yeah they have a little contraption in the uh in the cup which makes it all bubbly and smoky and stuff which is really cool but yeah. it's really just a different compartment that has dry ice <laughs> yeah. and it's just a carbonated drink on top but Could honestly you imagine if they like uh they want the instructions were for you to like light a match on it or something or you just <laughs> it just... that's, uh, I, I won't lie to you jason i kind of was hoping it was <laughs> when i was in line to get it i was like all right, let's go see me with names. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> what are we here for, man? And actually, I only went in. I went there in there to actually drink some Duff to finally try it. But I yeah, like, I saw the flaming mose. Like, mm, this is the choice. Mm, yeah, yeah. No, I, I would definitely get a flaming mose too. Not only because I don't think I'm a like I'm not a beer drinker, but yeah, I feel yeah. like I would buy like a Duff beer can whole. Yeah. Then again, yeah. I'm thinking that's not going to survive the plane ride because it'll just explode. But and also, they don't allow more than 100 milliliters right so ah, fair 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 yeah good yeah. point so I'm, I'm assuming you didn't get a chance to go to an orlando magic game no no also it was all-star weekend uh oh so, yeah what am i saying yeah I actually the, the, the point is the only orlando magic game was here in toronto while i was <laughs> while i was in orlando uh, yeah 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 that's fair that's fair did you get to watch the all-star game or any I watched. Movies. I got back in time. By the time we came back from Orlando, it was right in the middle. Oh, no, no, actually, no. All Star Saturday had just finished. Okay. So I missed all of the All Star Friday, the Rising Stars, and all the All Star Saturday mm. festivities. But um, mm-hmm. I did catch the game. But um, yeah, I made sure to to watch the highlights and uh, of the of the dunk contest. Like I, I didn't list. I didn't read any of your messages. I didn't read anyone's other messages about the dunk contest. I yeah. knew Mac McClung was going to win, but I just wanted to see yeah. how he was going to win and <laughs> how that went down. But yeah, it was it was totally worth uh, avoiding social media for that extra day so, to watch. So I just I just want to like a small small quick segment when it comes like, again. This is going to be a pretty quick episode because I'm watching I'm triple screening right now and I'm watching. Oh my gosh. Hopefully, hopefully stay asleep. But like quick segment about the All Star uh, festivities. I'm not one who really watches the the Friday night stuff. I know there's like celebrity stuff. I and I know that Simulu was there, which is pretty cool. Um, Saturday night, I mean, I I still don't understand why they don't go to the OG skills competition. Uh, yeah. They have this whole like three team, like three 
uh, I don't know, three tier thing going on. And yeah. I, I'm just not in for, I know what they did change though, is when they did uh, the same skills competition, but they added the big men. I thought that was incredible. And yeah. I don't know why they, they stopped that. I don't know why they changed that. You know, like they already did made a change that was perfect. And then they changed it again to accumulate like this three team. Thing. Anyways, regardless, I hope they bring back the whole small versus bigs. And I think that the dunk contest was outside of, of course, Mac McClung, which was like a cool underdog story. And no one really saw that coming. He was incredible. I think that underrated dunk was probably that one. I don't even, I can't even say who it was because it's just like far from my head. But that one where that dunker, he like jumped in the air, threw it or wrapped it around his legs and then alley-ooped himself without yeah. skipping a beat and then dunked it that was that was a nasty dunk that, i, I don't think say that was trey a, murphy but i'm not sure i think so because like all of it was it's all in mac mcclung right no one really remembers yeah. anybody else <laughs> but like that was a very very underrated dunk. i i think the, the highlights didn't do it justice because they just show like the dunking aspect of it but they kind of skipped over the whole passing to himself like to jump through jump in the air and also coordinate to put it through your legs and alley-oop it high enough to actually dunk it incredible that was an incredible dunk. i think i, I hope that got a 50 i don't think that got a 50 but yeah there um quite a few there are quite a few 50s going around you know what i would actually if, if we were allowed to give scores to dunks in game i think chris boucher's almost free throw line dunk is probably air montreal baby air that's montreal a 50, right that's a that's a hundred percent of 50 did you see where he stopped dribbling too sure it was like <laughs> one dribble <laughs> past half court one holy crap because <laughs> like so it was a what a four on one and the one person back was alvarado on the alvarado side. so it doesn't it's, <laughs> so it's basically four and oh and the person who's handling the ball incredibly is chris boucher from the other free throw line right he dribbles it once maybe twice stops where the logo is and then and like basically like long jumps uh the step <laughs> i don't know what that called that long jump is called but he just like did a one two and he jumped from just a touch a foot. maybe from, a foot yeah a foot in, from yeah. and and a f- from the free throw line and i i, I per- honestly when i was watching that happen i didn't think that he was going to make it but because he he's not like he doesn't have a lateral, but he's so tall that like Chris Boucher can just kind of leap and then he 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 just floats, right? He just floats in the air and like draft himself to dunk that from the free throw line in game, Jay. That was an in-game dunk from Chris Boucher. And he just landed gracefully. Like it was incredible. And uh, Cherry on top, he blocked the the, the, <laughs> yeah, the following play. <laughs> What a way to finish off the quarter. Yeah, that was such an incredible play from Chris Boucher, man. I think you – I like the way that you said he drafted. Um, I also would have gone with uh, Michael Jordan from Space Jam did. But yes, yes, he did. It, yes, it, was, he did. it was just incredible to watch just because, you know, he, he doesn't get the kind of recognition outside of Toronto because, again, he's, he's a bench player, right? And he's always been a bench player, but – Man, he's. I hope he's enjoying the the fifteen minutes of fame right now because he's all yeah. over. He's viral he's right now, and that yeah. was uh, that was definitely worth the price of admission. Which, by the way, if if you got a chance to be at the game last night, uh, or if you the vibes if were, you could the vibes feel nice, the vibes to the TV, the vibes were immaculate. Ooh. They looked like 
like that was one game I wish I could have been at because yeah, yeah, right from the get go, the pregame and and oh my gosh, it, it looked like the yeah. roof was gonna come off of that. This is a February twenty yeah. third game, right? Game ops, game ops did a heck of a job for a Caribbean. I, I'm pretty sure they were giving away uh, free rotis or they were giving away free doubles or something. I don't um, know. I don't know what food wise they were because I I know that you know they made sure Jack and and, and Matt had their doubles. Yeah. But, uh, I, I'm pretty because I, I, I know they got free towels. I don't know about food though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if I got any free food from the Raptors game, I'd be the vibes would be great, really. <laughs> so, MLSC, this is what you got to do. Every single game, you got to give free something, free something because we are the most them, multicultural city in all of, like Canada, in North yeah. America. Just do a different cuisine each game. We've got we've got yeah. more than enough to cover forty two different. 41 different home games like have a filipino a, night chinese night like yes. anything like you get them all covered you have the food there you have the clientele there you have the fans there i'm saying um, this is the next thing they got to do jay okay and i'm calling it right now the next free thing is going to be a korean heritage night and they're going to give away chung chung do you know wow. what chung chung is uh yes yes i do the, and the korean hot dog that's fried and everything yeah absolutely that that's the way to go and they're already in the building right like that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying sense. That's, I mean, people are paying probably twice as much as they should be paying. Mm-hmm. Might as well get them free food, right? Yeah. I mean, thank God it was an actually good game, too. Like, of yeah. course, and and for, for I mean, I'm sure Raptor fans already watched it, but like Fred wasn't in the building because for personal reasons. I'm assuming, and I'm just like a very big assumption, is that he's having his third child. Yeah, me too. Uh, that's and which is which is great i mean congratulations to him like you know hope that's the that's the case right because you never want it to be anything other than anything happy anything good so if it is if it is that i hope you know be well with your family and i'm glad that you're there for your family fred but let's hope it is for the third child um but this game was without fred van vliet and the vibes were immaculate like we said so uh can we talk about jacob for a second jacob puddle let's do it jacob puddle so let me just put out some numbers for you okay he's been in a toronto raptor for four games and the first two games eh, kind of uh, lackluster but the thing is he's just kind of getting his legs in right so the first game against utah and detroit like he was uh, a, a zero plus minus on the first game a plus 11 in the second game but when it comes to orlando when he faced orlando he played 37 minutes with 30 points and nine rebounds and a new orleans 30 minutes 21 points 18 rebounds both plus uh on a on a positive sides 88.2 field goal percentage 81.8 field goal percentage on the second game like holy crap yeah he missed he is he, he I, I, like Yakin Skills is back. Yakin Skills is back in full force, man. It's incredible to see. And he missed four field goal attempts total over these last two games. Jeez. What, what he's been doing has been great. He's everything you could have hoped for in in, yeah. in a deadline acquisition. I know that a lot of fans are still hoping for more out of what this front office could have done, but yeah. you gotta you gotta start to give them their flowers, right? For what they've done here. They mm-hmm. one this is the thing is what you're hoping for out of a deadline acquisition is um, like, ideally you're, you're hoping for someone to can, who can really add some oomph to your team. And, and when you think about who that player might be, a lot of people will think about like a Kevin Durant type, like, but what Jakob Pertl does is, and we, we talked about this at the time was it's not so much that he's the Kevin Durant type that'll turn around your team, but 
what he brings uh, on both ends of the floor and acts as a multiplier, right, to those around him gives you that kind of effect of like, that was the missing piece. It wasn't like we mm-hmm. don't need to shake up the entire roster, trade away OG and Gary and, and Scotty just to get Kevin. It is, let's, let's, we're, we're okay with giving away a first round draft pick. We're not going to touch the core, but we're going to add someone who really does add some, some positive effects on, on the offense and defensive side. And I, I can't tell you like which one is better from him, right? Whether it's offense or defense, because honestly, he's been such a great addition and, Right. Maybe it helps that he's he's had some experience with some of the guys on the squad and, and his coaching staff because and familiarity with the building, of course, because um, yeah, I, I couldn't have asked for a better start for him. And and this is the thing: I feel like the Raptors are also playing in in kind of like to to help fit Jack Jacob into the game. They he, they're playing a lot of pick and roll basketball, which they haven't technically done in a while uh, in the first set of the season, and and now it's like. Nurse has his other weapon that he can use, especially if the other team has certain big men that we've have we've had such so much trouble when facing traditional big men because we 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 had the vision six nine way right? we were going to be played defense as a co- committee, but like now it's we finally have a player who is going to face uh you know one to one with actual big. We saw that with uh, Jonas Valanciunas who has definitely kill us uh, before and now you know looking at the the upcoming games we have someone who can guard against jared allen guarding for the cavaliers guard against Vucevic for the bulls uh or like even Jokic for that matter like not i'm not saying that he's going to be a complete stopper but at least we have somebody that can bang down low you know and who's not going to now we don't have to force someone like scotty or someone like og to play center position which you're not used to and they can focus on other aspects of their game. And this is just a great piece and an addition for, for Nick Nurse to have on this bench. And the thing is he's taking up most of the starters minutes. Now I think, I don't think that Jakob is going to be coming off the bench any anymore. So now you have the, the ten of both uh, Chris Boucher and, and Precious Achua coming off the bench. Uh, you have some, you know, you're getting some great minutes from Downton Jr. too, uh, might, might I add. But, but I, you know what? Having Jakob is just another, you know, piece in the arsenal for Nick Nurse. And like you said, Jay, it's interesting that they didn't do anything with the core. Yes, we we gave up some, some you know, high draft picks, but I feel like this is what we needed since the beginning of the season. Yeah, and and just just only to add one more final point to that is, is is because of his spot in the starting rotation. Now look at the minutes distribution, right? And obviously this this will tweak a little bit because Fred was missing last night. And uh, might I add, with Fred's possible child uh, now being born, again we're speculating here. Right. I can't wait for this twenty and zero run that they're about to go on because. <laughs> <laughs> New Dad Fred is 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 probably the best version of Fred out there. New um, Dad Fred. Yeah, it's Love it's it. it's going to be great to see how the minutes are distributed, right? Because now Gary can come off the bench, Precious will come off the bench, and you know they're going to get a ton of minutes, right? So it's it's kind of good to see this, right? And, and even to your point about Dalton Junior, right? Like the ask here is not to fill a ton of minutes. Like he obviously had to fill in because Fred was out. But again, once you've got everyone healthy, I mean, yeah. You're 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 pretty solid there in your midst. They're they're no longer they're no longer should be a need. Again, if, if Nurse plays his cards right, 
uh, there should not be a need for them to play more than 35 minutes a night, which is uh, what they're averaging. I think they're, I think Siakam and Fred are around that 37, 38 minute mark uh, on average. But mm-hmm. I think you can pr- probably bring that down to 35 if uh, uh, if you're able to with with a deeper rotation. And then on the flip side, if you have to play them for more, obviously that's important because you do want to make that push. Fred made that assertion um, a couple of days ago. When asked about a possible playoff run, yes, I think we can get to sixth, and yep. that's a that's a huge ask considering we were just talking about them as a lottery team just a couple of weeks yep. ago. Mm-hmm. They are four games out from that sixth spot, so it it doesn't sound like a lot, but it does when you consider there's only twenty games left. So it'll be an uphill climb, but. Again, it was considering how things are going, how the pieces are falling, right? Atlanta just got rid of their head coach. New York yep. and Washington are New York and Washington. Uh, <laughs> the you know the, the 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 Miami Heat are relying on a an over the hill Kevin Love to save them. Uh, and they've got injuries to Hero and Lowry and so I don't know. There are there are things that are starting to fall into place. Um for the Raptors here to make a run. And I get that right. there's concern over their uh, their hard schedule that's remaining, but I think there is some silver lining there, right? You, you like Some people will point out to the fact that they have to still play the Bucks and the Celtics two more times each, but three of those four games are in the final week of the season. So I guarantee you right. the Celtics and Bucks are probably sitting their guys. Right, So right. 100%. There, there's a lot there to, to poke at in terms of like the Raptors schedule is not as hard as it it is it seems to be. Um, and they're getting they're getting all the right pieces and, and they're playing the right way at, at exactly the right time. Yeah. And just looking into the schedule, I mean, we have the, the Pistons tomorrow. Where again, we're, we're recording this on the 24th on a Friday. We're facing the, the Pistons on a 12 p.m., which is really strange. I, I don't remember. Seeing, I don't know if there's like a holiday going on in America, but 12 p.m. start time is pretty strange. The Cavs, who knows? Maybe we can go for that sweep for the season sweep with the Cavs. The Bulls are on a six-game losing streak right now. They're not looking very well. We're facing the Wizards twice and back-to-back. Uh, and then, and then that's where where it gets a little chippy when we have to go to Denver, LA, LA, Denver again, uh, OKC, Minnesota. That's probably, and then the Bucks. That's probably like the stretch where it's like, oh, if we want to do a push, we ho- let's hope let's get like four out of four out of seven. You know what I mean? Like four wins and three losses or something like that. So it, again, I do think the the road games is probably piling up again i think like the next seven out of eight right now they had it on the broadcast yesterday seven to eight um next games are all going to be on a road so that's pretty tough for them but again they just came back from an all-star break everyone's has some fresh cancun legs you know i mean you saw chris boucher that's some that's not tired legs i think these guys are ready to go one more time do do i think they make the playoffs let's put it this way the raptors are in the playoffs right now right they're yes they're in the they're in the uh, play in tournament, but technically they're in the playoffs. If you're you're saying that the buy the the, the play in tournament is the playoffs, and I, I think honestly, Jay, I don't know about you, I don't know about Dre, but I think we're better than the Hawks. I think we're better than the Knicks. I think we're better than the Nets. Don't forget the Nets. Both their uh, both Kyrie and KD are in the West now. You know, like I'm not saying that they're they're gonna fall short to like seven or eight, who but I I do think that we're better than them now. Knicks, Heat, same thing. Like 
I think we have a really good chance. I mean, I know that there are a lot of Wimbanyame fans that that hope that we had a chance to get to get him, but I don't think we're going to be bad enough to be the be the Pistons or the Hornets or the Rockets or the Spurs. I don't think we're ever going to get down to that level. So we're not going to put all our chips in the table to try to get a KD, but you know, smart moves like like getting Yakaperto might just you know push this team to a certain direction that we didn't know we needed since the beginning of the year and give us enough time to get used to this player who's already used to the to the team who are teammates with pascal with fred before the transition is going to be flawless right it this might be a really real push for the raptors and i know jay i know you and i we've talked about this might be a turning point uh a lot of the times during the season, but this feels a little bit different. Is it just me? No, I don't think it's just you. Um, the There are points during this season when the Raptors were able to show that they could compete with and beat the best. I mean, obviously, the, the low-hanging fruit here is picking on the Cavaliers, who the Raptors were 3-0 against, uh, and they could complete that sweep, as you mentioned, on Sunday. And, and maybe that 12 o'clock start time against the Pistons helps because it is a back-to-back, but then they'll get an early jump on getting over to Cleveland to play the Cavs. Um, mm-hmm. But they, they have shown that they can compete. And I think that you know, the Raptors had a chance there to, to steal one against the Bucks in that horrible game in the beginning of January. They always seem to play the Bucks well. Um, they, I, I honestly think that we could have beaten the Celtics earlier this season when uh, I yeah. believe it was – I can't – oh, my gosh. Is it Tatum or Brown? One of them went off in the third quarter. Um I remember thinking that it could have been either of them, to be honest. Yeah, it could have been. It was like whoever was not being guarded by OG was the one that went off in the third (laughs) quarter. And I remember thinking at the time, like, man, it would have been nice to have Precious in that game because we didn't Mm. have Precious. And now we have Mm. Precious and we have Jakob. So, I mean, there's there are things to like about how this team can perform against the best in the East. Um, we, We talked about how this season, the NBA is a lot more wide open. Than in previous seasons, there is not a clear-cut title favorite. The closest would probably be the Celtics, the Bucks, the Nuggets, and and the Suns in some way, shape, or form. But the Raptors have played all of them, except for the Nuggets because they haven't played them yet. But they've played each of those teams very well, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's an indicator that if you look further down the standings, there are teams there that while they have great records, the Raptors have the, the tools. To, to defeat them and play them really well. So, um, it, yeah, it just kind of goes back to the fact that the, the Raptors are just playing well right now at the right time. So mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't make any assumption on how how on where where this team could end up. I think it's just let's take it game by game. They'll play as well as they can wherever they end up, whether that ends up being in the sixth spot or in the play-in, um, that will be – an area that the Raptors will capitalize on, really. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. how good they can be, right? Um, Tell, out of the teams that are above right now, the Raptors, Cavs, Nets, Knicks, Heat, Hawks. Tell me which team beats the Raptors in a seven-game series. Sorry, wait, yeah, uh, I'm going to say none of them. Sorry, can you repeat those teams again? I'm pretty sure the Cavs, answer is none. Cavs, Nets, Knicks, Heat, Hawks, all of which are ahead of the Raptors right now. Tell me which team can beat the Raptors in a seven-game series. That's tough. Uh, right? That is tough. Because like you, you just look at the... Like, I, I can't say any... I can tell you this. None of them can do that 
and then I could say it definitively. Yes, agreed. Yeah, agreed. I can make a case that the Cavs can. I can make a case that that the Heat can. Probably the Heat are the toughest one of that bunch when you think mm-hmm. about how they would look like in a playoff setting when they're all healthy, right? Mm-hmm. But I would also tell you that the Raptors can beat all of them. They have yeah. the like, assuming they're healthy, which they are right now for the most part. Yeah, they can defeat all of them. Yeah. I think if we made to the six, here's my prediction, okay? Maybe we can like cut and like paste this later. But my prediction is yes, we make it to the sixth. I think the Cavs make it to the fifth, our our drop down one. Um, and we're let's we're gonna go oh no, 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 no. They're gonna stay put. They're gonna stay put. We're gonna go to the sixth, the Cavs are gonna stay in the fourth, and it's gonna be a four six battle with the Cavs. That's for the first round. First round match. No, we're gonna... that, that doesn't work out. Oh, it's four. It's four have... five. Four five. Oh, yeah, you're right. Wow, my math. My so math five five six. They're essentially the same. The Nets and the and the Knicks have fairly similar records. Oh, okay. I I'm okay with that too. I just want to avoid any of the top three. I just want to avoid Celtics, Bucks, and 76ers because that right there would be pretty tough. I would like to watch uh, Yaka versus versus Embiid matchup that'd be pretty interesting i'm not saying it's going to be like a marcus Saul matchup but hey i want the I bucks mean, i'll tell you right now i want the bucks really really i want the explain bucks. i i want your i want your a detailed explanation i think well it goes both ways i'll, I'll give you the bucks perspective actually for the bucks there there is a bit of a you know there there there's a bit of a redemption arc for them right it is they won a title and mm. they they kind of got that off their back, but they didn't have to go through Toronto. And That's I think fair. that that probably weighs on them because they should have won in 2019. They were the favorites. They had the 2-0 lead. They should have won game six. Like all of that was in their favor and they blew it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they want another run at the title and this time going through Toronto. Going now, through from Toronto's perspective, Giannis we, is still injured. He's still, yeah, that's true. He is still mm-hmm. injured. But from Toronto's perspective, we wrote the book on how to stop Giannis, right? Obviously, we don't have a Kawhi, but we have an OG and a Precious and a Jakob now to help stop Brooke. Like, it, there is, at least the Raptors are in their head, right? There is real estate in Bucks fans' head when it comes to facing the Raptors. Even when the Raptors were, you know, tanking in Tampa, we still swept the season series, I think it was, or... or we won two out of three, even in the Tampa Tank season. Yes, like the Bucks, mm. the Raptors own own some real estate in their head. So, I would say that you know it's it's it'll be an interesting first round matchup. I, I look forward to that. Like Nurse and Budholzer know each other's tricks, mm-hmm. and I think Nurse has the edge there. Like, and, and yeah, all things are healthy and everyone's healthy. It's that's it like starts zero two, zero. It's like watching two chess masters going at it. You know, Absolutely. like they're they're not they're very unconventional, both of both of them. And sometimes they throw out some things that were like both fan base was like, what the hell are you doing? But at the same time, like these these two masterminds know what they're doing. There's a reason why Budenhorzer was a top pick for the Raptors before Nick Nurse. And that that in itself, like I think the Bucks and Raptors are similar in many ways. Uh we don't have that one superstar. But they, we, we both know each other very well. I think that's what you're going. For. That that's the point you're trying to make. Yeah, yeah, and and that's the mat. And, and like Middleton, I don't know what's up with Middleton. Like, mm. if there's a time to to pounce on the Bucks, like I think their their regular season record. Oh, how about this for a comparison? It's not exact. It's kind of like 
Oh no, I shouldn't say this because the Bucks have at least won a championship. But for me, it's giving off a bit of the Toronto Maple Leafs vibe in that Ooh. they are the way they're built and the way they're played. They're guaranteed regular season success. But come yeah. the playoffs, I, I really I, hope I have my skepticism. No Leafs, I yo Leafs fans. I know. I'm sorry. I know it's not the same. I know it's not the same. Don't at that's a wrap, man. <laughs> this is my viewpoints are that of myself and not of my employer. Yeah. That's a wrap. I, no, this is. A, but there's a vibe. Like there's a, there's a kind of a similar vibe. Like I don't know. I get, like, I get again. I get it. They won a championship. Whatever. But I can make the case if you want. If you want. Like if I could regain your trust here, Leafs fans, the Leafs <laughs> could have won the Stanley Cup last year. They just True. happened to face the best possible team they could have had to face True. in the first round. Like that's that's yes, that's the the tragedy of how their the playoff structure is. It's it really is flawed in the NHL. Yeah, but like it really is matchup based, and yeah. the Leafs probably could have beaten fourteen of the other fifteen teams there. In, in but they the matched up. Year. And granted, they matched up to the first team and brought them to seven, too. Exactly. They were the closest one. Well, actually, no, not the closest. But you know what I mean? Like, matchups yeah. matter. And, and when it comes to the Bucks and the Raptors, Raptors match up well with them. And the Bucks are getting older, right? This is the reason why we thought that Giannis would choose Toronto, because his entire surrounding core is old. Like, everyone is mm-hmm. over the age. They're on the wrong side of 30, right? You're Are you mm-hmm. really going to depend on... I was going to say Dante DiVincenzo is not even there anymore. Grayson Allen is going to be like your your star of the future or Jordan Nora. Or I don't even know who's there anymore. Like yeah. it's, I don't know. I have my doubts. So if I'm going to pick on someone, I'm going to pick on them. I don't want any of the Celtics. I can see how the Sixers kind of burned us a bit last year and they, they look, you know, solid this year. But hmm. give me the bucks. I said yeah. it. Yeah. February 24th damn okay okay let's see what happens down the stretch I know Jay that we have to we've cut this one short because I gotta go be a dad but yes it was it's fun talking to you Uh, I hope we talk to Jay next week as well uh, Dre next week as well but until then uh, I know again we're, we're the Raptors are facing Detroit uh, tomorrow, Cavs on Sunday, Bulls on Tuesday, Raptors, uh, Wizards, and Wizards. Uh, do you have a quick five-game prediction when it comes to those five games? You win at least four. I'm, I'm going for it, man. This is this Damn. is the time to make the run. And you, you outlined it that there was a tough stretch after that, right? And yeah, the Raptors are hitting the right spots right now. I, I'm going to go bold. I'm going to say they win four out of those five. Okay. Okay. You? I'm I'm going to say we go three. I think right, we're gonna. That's that's I safe. think we're gonna go. Uh, Pistons win, Cavs and Bulls loss, and then win against the two Wizards. Yeah, that's fair. That's what I'm gonna say. That's yeah. fair. Three is three is the safe route, but three is also still good out of those five. Yes, I agree. I, as long I'm, as it's on the positive sides of the five, okay. Let's just be on the positive yeah. end of the W's. Yeah. All right, Jay. It's good to talk to you, man. I'm sorry I have to go be a dad. Actually, I'm not so sorry because I love my kid. But it's <laughs> good to talk to you, man. Until next time, bro. That's a wrap.